0: Ladies and gentlemen, jesters and fools, gamers of all ages. Welcome to Tabletop Clown Society, where we've sent the dragon home and the dungeon is closed for maintenance. This is a show where we try out different indie tabletop role-playing game systems by running one-shots for each other. My name is Ray Newman, Daisy, and today I will be your ringmaster. These are my clowns. Introduce yourself, clowns. Honk! 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 Honk, I'm Florian Collins, my pronouns are he-him. I'm Bobby Michelle Zaylan. And I'm Sydney Claire she they. Today's game is called Teens in Space, an RPG about interstellar impulsiveness by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski. If I mispronounced either of those, I'm sorry. They've also made some other games you may have heard of, such as Kids on Bikes and Kids on Brooms. This game in particular is focused on a group of teens as they have adventures on their own ship throughout space. Here are a few mechanics you should probably know before we start up and get into actual gameplay and introductions here. This game uses the full array of dice, the d20, d12, d10, d8, d6, and d4, and uses this array to scale how good a character is at a skill. When the players make a move, they will roll the die associated with that stat. A d20 would like signify expertise, a specific skill that they're really good at, and a d4 would be a specific weakness. The stats that we have are brains, which is more book smarts, brawn, which is physical strength, fight, which is how good you are at fighting, kind of self-explanatory, flight, which is speed but would also apply to pilot skill, charm, which is social skills, and grit, which is more emotional strength. After you roll for one of these stats, you add any species bonuses or redeem any adversity tokens. Adversity tokens are a currency gained on a failed roll, they're also gained when you do an action related to your fatal flaw which we'll address later during character introductions and explanations and during actual gameplay. If you roll the max on your stat die, say you're rolling a d6 and you roll a 6, it explodes and you get to roll again and add the additional value. And this trend continues and continues adding up until you either succeed on a check or roll below a 6 again. You could roll three sixes in a row and get like an 18, or you could roll two sixes and then below a six on the next roll and you would only get to stop there. When players make a move, the task is assigned a numerical difficulty before they roll, which is different from a couple of other games, systems, or how gameplay typically goes, because they are told this value ahead of time and then they get to decide whether or not they actually follow through with that action. Say you went, I'm gonna go punch someone. I would give you a numerical value to assign to that and you would then decide if you actually wanted to go punch them or not, or if you just want to pass on the action. Teens in Space is strongly centered on collaborative storytelling. The rulebook encourages me to prep very little and let the players drive the story. Narration-wise, the kind of long and short of it is that the worse the outcome, the more I will narrate as opposed to the players. I currently have very little prepared, which is a big contrast to how I normally prep games. I've wrote several thousand word documents. My current prep document for this session has two words on it. So hopefully that kind of gives you an energy of how this one's gonna go. This game has a large amount of upfront setup that has clearly had a lot of care and time put into it. Unfortunately, in order to fit our formatting, I've had to cut down the section where the party determines ship statistics and collaborative history. We're starting with a brand new crew and unfortunately will not be participating in starship combat today. If you plan to try out this system for yourself, please do read over these rules as they are essential to fully enjoying long format gameplay. Adjacent to that, the rulebook goes more in-depth into the concept of improvements or improvement points, which are, again, something used in terms of the game being a successful long-form game format. We're not doing it as a long-form game format. We're doing a one-shot, and we shouldn't run into these at all unless we get into deadly combat during this session. As for character introductions, in the Teens in Space system, characters have a race, which is just general aliens, different types of aliens per planet, and also a trope which is kind of a narrative signifier on what role they play in the story. And that's all for Upfront Startup. Let's introduce our teens, Florian. Hi, I'm Florian again. Uh, Today I will be playing Rel Ryan, who is a blue-skinned, I can't remember how you pronounce, Solemnian? That sounds right. Rel's pronouns are she, her, and she is a hitchhiker. What made Rel want to go into space is that Rel um definitely one hundred percent did not commit the crime, but is um wanted for murder of oh boy a uh, pretty like a royal figure on their home planet. Uh, it's totally fine though. Their fatal flaw is that they tend to go into flight instead of fight, and will just constantly try and hide instead of engaging in any sort of combat or assisting other people. All right, Robbie. So I'm playing Skomp. I don't know how to say his <laughs> species, but it's he's, he's a five foot tall shrimp-like man. <laughs> his pronouns are uh, he, they, and he's 13. He's a dreamer. That's his trope. And he wanted to explore space just because he thought it sounded fun. He was like, ooh, a new adventure. He's really kind of a little clueless and not a thought behind his eyes. And his fatal flaw is that he's uh, too loyal slash, like, trusting with new people. Love scomp. Okay. My character's name is Hugh Man for sure. He's a human man for sure. How do you spell that? H-U-G-H-M-A-N-F-E-R-S-H-U-R-E. I hate him already. What does he look like? Picture a man. That's what he looks like. That's him. Hugh ha- uses his entire description is just picture a human man. And then that's it. That's like all you're going to do. Yeah. Great. He definitely is an adult. That's an adult man. He is interested in taxes and the economy and all of the adult human man things. He's interested in exploring space because that, that felt like an adult responsible thing to do. And his fatal flaw is that uh, we'll say he's uncooperative and his trope is that he is the face. Next, as kind of the only bit of additional setup from the several that are listed in game that we'll be doing, we are going to be creating a spaceship for our teens. There's a list of questions. I've cut out some of them for time's sake, but here we go. What do you envision doing in this game? How serious or silly do you want the game to be? I'm in the mood for shenanigans. Yeah, I was yeah, say, me too. I think we're gonna do something a little dumb. What sort of shenanigans are you getting into? How high stakes are these shenanigans? I'm feeling like a high stakes crime. High stakes crime? Okay, <laughs> we are out of our depth. Okay, so you've somehow like yeah. stumbled attempting high stakes crime with absolutely none of the skills. Yeah. Yes. So we're doing crime. Great. How do most ships in your universe travel faster than the speed of light? And how is your ship special? Well, it's sci-fi. It's some sort of crystal. It's always a crystal. It's a crystal? Yeah. It's powered on crystal and audacity. Yes. Yeah. You have to really, like, you have to persuade the crystal to go. Oh, it's like, it's Mm -hmm. got like a personality. Is the crystal sentient or does it just like go off of vibes? Well, they're crystals. They pick up on your frequencies. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah ship powered on vibes ship powered on vibes. <laughs> ship powered on vibes good vibes only everyone else uses the the crystals in like a in like a sciency way and we just go straight on vibes we're just like come on, <laughs> we're just come, like, on. come on
1: just yeah, go fast
0: on. and then we're going but you got to be careful cuz if you get too panicky then you go too fast yeah not many teens have their own spaceship so how is it that your crew came to be traveling in one did we steal it You stole it Yes, uh, okay. probably, you know, Hugh Man for sure was having a nice conversation with the salesman while uh, some other people maybe removed the ship from the used shiplot. Mm-hmm. Did Hugh Man for sure just like steal the ship on his own for himself and then like these other two just appeared? Or was this, like, a group effort? They picked Rill up on the high- on the space highway, putting the thumb out. <laughs> Are you hitchhiking? Yeah. Gotta write down space highway on oh, my thing. <laughs> canonical canonical <laughs> about this universe? Yes. I feel like, yeah, maybe Hugh wanted to steal the ship. It was like, I'm gonna go distract the salesman, and then needed to find somebody else to actually take the ship and recruited Scomp and then they picked up Rel hitchhiking on the space highway. Rel was at, like, a space bus stop, but there's not any buses in space. It's a whole <laughs> fucking bureaucracy with all the buses. The space there. buses so, got discontinued. Yeah, they got discontinued, but yeah. they didn't have the funds to take down the bus stops, so they're just kind of out there. Public space transportation is getting rough out there. It's getting real strong. It really is. Next up are two questions that are kind of mirrors of each other. We've got, what on the ship is incredibly well-maintained? And what on the ship is held together with space tape and a prayer? Well, clearly the crystals. The crystal is so well maintained because we feed it all of the good vibes. All of the best vibes. I think the rest of the ship is being held together by (laughs) space tape. It's just the crystals? Yeah. Hugh sets up in the engine room. And then at least once a day, like, we'll lock everyone else out of the engine room for, like, several hours, and then we'll come back out as if nothing has happened and we'll not explain what's going on. But the engine keeps running, (laughs) and, yeah. Okay. Concerning, Hugh. No, it's perfectly- that's normal. This is- Scott mm-hmm. believes it's totally fine, so this he's just like, Yeah, this is what you do. <laughs> this, this is what is how- human men do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh-huh. is how- this is how you maintain a ship. Uh, uh- Rel knows more about how people work than how ships are meant to work, and it's just like it- it- an engine is just like, it's what? Just like a big heart, big brain, whatever. How these <laughs> teens get anywhere is amazing. Finally, the most important question What is the ship's name? Oh boy. Scomp has tried multiple times to just name it Scomp. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. We're vetoing Scomp. Got it. Hugh definitely suggests things along the lines of normal spaceship, inconspicuous ship, supposed to be here, things like that. I feel like they if you kept suggesting normal ship, uh, they just settled on like Toyota Camry. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fantastic spaceship name, guys. And my last question. The last time you were at a spaceport, what rumor did you hear? Rel heard that someone's trying to murder like some big famous person and is trying to get there before anyone else so that they can murder the famous person first. <laughs> Does this famous person suck, at least? No, they're pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> they're pretty chill. Everyone loves them, and they're really popular. So, Rell's like, that one. So, we suck our, our our ship. I think that was already a given. We have any more rumors? There's gonna be, like, some super exclusive event that just, like, a bunch of rich people are invited to that theoretically one could sneak into and steal all their shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the famous person that's going to be murdered going to be there too? Absolutely. Okay. It's like a space masquerade ball. Yeah. The space met it gala. Is. It's space the space met, met gala. space met gala. Great. I think Scomp just heard that the food isn't that good. Like, he got nothing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> is Scomp a chef? No. He's just disappointed to hear that these rich people can't afford good food. Ah, uh, No, that's fair. That's fair. Very disappointing. We have to figure out what the theme of the Space Met Gala is.
1: Disguises.
0: Can it be just like masquerade or some shit? Well, see, disguises is fun because you can do masquerade, but also human. I don't know what you're talking about. This is his, that's what he looks like. This is a regular human man. Yeah. Before we start playing, we're back to the old tradition, rolling the clown die. The clown die is a die I have that is of unknown origin. My younger sister gave it to me at random. I don't know where it came from. Neither does she. We can't find the origins online. The clown die is a black and white D12 with the numbers one through eight, a sad face, a happy face, and two clowns. It's definitely an omen of something and nothing good. It's time to roll for clown. A three. That's how many of us there are. Oh my God. One for each of my clowns. That could be a good sign. Yeah, we're going to take it as a good omen. And with the clown out of the way, it's time to take off into space with our teens. So, our teens are on their way to the Space Met Gala, which as my clowns were discussing earlier, is this year themed around masquerades and disguises. As per usual, about 25% of the people attending have completely just not done the theme. There's hardly any masks, which is a real disappointment. So unfortunate. Yeah, it's on this not very developed planet. You would think it would be in some like metropolitan, like city planet, but it's just like this nature planet that has one singular building, just really developed. They put all of their resources into this one building. This does make it really easy to sneak onto the planet, though, because not a lot of it is being patrolled by anything, because it's just a whole bunch of woods. So, you're headed towards the planet. Spin me your tails. <laughs> we're, we're like preparing for a- arriving to the Spaceman Gala. I can't imagine that we've been invited. <laughs> yeah, no. no. It's just. Hello, team! Mm-hmm. I don't like it when you call us a team. Is a crew not a team? We are. We're a team. It's just the way you say it. It's... something. This is just the way I speak. Yeah, you're gonna judge someone for how they talk? No, I'm getting used to it. I'll have you know, this is quite an average manner of speaking. Many people find it quite comforting. I mean, not on my home planet, but maybe on yours. Yes, my home planet of Earth. We don't speak that much where I'm from. Anyway, do you have any bright vests you know like construction workers use i think that i may have that (laughs) ray yes you're gonna have to work with me here oh boy Oh, (laughs) my favorite thing to hear human has an improvement called utility belt (laughs) where you can just kind of happen to have an item that's useful okay what are what are the odds that human could just reach into his pocket And pull out a high-fist vest. Pretty likely, I think. Hugh reaches into his pocket and goes, Of course! For situations such as these, I'm always prepared. You're always so well prepared. He's just holding up the folded vest and just, like, looking at you. What was your idea? Right, okay, so, you know how, like, if someone's wearing one of those, they'll just kind of let you in places? Like, have you ever questioned someone wearing, like, one of those vests? I can't say I have. No, why would I? They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Why would I question them? Exactly. So if we wear those, we can get in because no one's going to question us if we're wearing them. You do only have one vest. I do only have the one. Is the issue. Hmm. Hugh is already putting it on and he goes, this was a good idea. Yeah, like Hugh can be wearing it and and we can be carrying like equipment and things because we're going to need it to be able to steal from people. That's true. Yeah. We can carry like a toolbox or like a ladder or something. He can be like our boss. Yeah, you're the boss. That's right. I like the way you guys think. Ha ha ha. Oh. <laughs> <Kids>. You <laughs> laugh in such a way, Hugh. Thank you. Hugh laughs, so you just hear like a sitcom laugh track instead of an actual <laughs> voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, it's well practiced. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I'll just come up with the proper disguise because I can't really go around looking like this. Looking like what? My, well, I'm a little recognizable. I don't blend in as well as you do. Ah, yes, it is difficult not being a human man. Yeah. A five foot tall shrimp is also standing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. She's just nodding along. Clearly you will be fine. Yeah, why wouldn't I be? i just got to make sure no one tries to eat me. Well, that may be difficult. I've heard the food here isn't great, so guests may be looking for other options. If anyone tries to eat you, I'll kill them. Thank you. You're a good friend. Sounds like we have a good plan. They'll, they'll let us in for sure. Mm-hmm. I will be going to the engine room now. Okay, have fun. You You go do that. You have fun doing whatever you do. Goodbye. And he just turns around, and he walks into the engine room, and he shuts the door. And you don't see him until you arrive at the planet. Do we hear like cartoon, like steam whistle noises? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, if, if, if one were to put their ear up to the door, uh, there's just like some cartoon, like technology noises. You hear some scuttling, don't worry about it. Scott's not worried about it at all. He just slides into the pilot chair because uh, no one was piloting the ship for a minute. The crystal pilots the ship. That's true. Do we have to convince the crystal to take us to the- Yeah. Hugh is not a- available to help. Hugh's he not with the crystal? Oh! Hugh is with the crystal. He- he's in <laughs> the engine room, right? Okay, yes. Scomp Scott starts knocking on the door and he's just like, Hugh, wait, we have to tell the crystal where we're going. We gotta tell the crystal where we're going. I will. I will figure it out. Don't come into the engine room. <laughs> okay. Hugh. Hugh man for sure. Can I have yes, you roll charm Absolutely. on the crystal? Let me get you that difficulty there. Um, you've built up a pretty good, like, back and forth with this crystal. You spend a lot of time with it. Yes. So I'm going to set the difficulty for this one at a seven, which is kind of a medium difficulty for this system. As the face, charm is Hugh's best stat. He's got a d20 in that. So. Yeah. I got a 10. You got a 10? You succeed. You commune with the crystal in whichever mysterious fashion human for sure tends to do. Yes. No words are spoken. Just vibes. Yeah, scomp the steering wheel that you, though like the pilot's gear that you've sat yourself in front of. I just feel the need to clarify he doesn't fuck the crystal. <laughs> <laughs> They're not crystals I need you to know
1: what I am picturing <laughs> is
0: him sitting there with the crystal going, s- stroking it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just like, I got you. <laughs> holding the holding the crystal like a small child. How large is this crystal, guys? I'm thinking small football. He can pick it up in both hands. Like, if you picture, like, a cartoon hamburger. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, bigger than a real hamburger would ever be? Like, something Hugh could pick up in his arms and rock like a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, scomp the kind of pilot's... Section The dials and the lights and the flashing switches and the steering wheel. That's just a regular ass steering wheel. It's a Toyota Camry steering wheel. And it just starts turning on its own. You convince the crystal let you leave. And you head off to the Space Met Gala. We're gonna time. Ahead, we don't want to listen to space travel. That's boring. Which is also a feature of the system. They told me to just skip the boring shit. You drive to the planet. You drive what the fuck? You fly to the we planet. We drive our Toyota Camry. You land on the planet. You drive on the space highway to the planet. This planet is just named Oscar. Oh. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, his name is Oscar. It's, of course, spelled with a Z. Of course. Where's the Z? Don't worry about it. And you get all the way up to sort of this surrounding this massive, beautiful, glittering building of the Space Met Gala. The red carpet is actually enclosed in kind of this outer wall that you need to get through first. And after that, the security is a lot less lax than it is on the outside. It's not great security as the civilization that lives on this planet really doesn't care about the space met gala. It's really just for the money. So they're just in the forest somewhere. They don't give a shit. So all the security is outside higher. Hugh emerges from the engine room. And just closes the door behind him. Is everyone prepared? Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have our box of tools ready to go. And I've disguised them so they don't look like we're about to rob a bunch of people. I'll find a disguise when I'm there. Excellent. Is there anything else we should bring for the purposes of theft? A I don't bag? have a bag to put anything in. <laughs> yeah, we need a bag. I can bring a bag. Great. Anything else that won't fit in the bag, I can certainly fit in my pockets. Also, Scomp has a hard hat on. Scomp has a hard hat. Hey, nice hat. Thanks, Hugh. Nice, nice hat. <laughs> nice hat. All right. So kind of patrolling around the outside of this circular building that the Space Matt Gala is held in. There's just like a bunch of like dudes who are just standing looking really bored. No one really does anything at the Space Matt Gala because it's, you know, a charity event. And why would you steal from charity? What's the charity going towards? Space. Don't worry about it. The space highway. It's going towards the public transit system because they have to revamp the buses. There's a couple big entrances, evenly spaced in quarters around the building, but there's a couple side doors. There is a couple human men in high-vis vests on one of the side doors. Excellent! My people are here. Yeah, just like you. This should be no problem. Everyone just look like you belong. They're going. So you got those... Tables. mm Hmm. Hugh's just gonna walk up. Hello. Hello. Are you filling in for Jeff? He called him sick. Yep. That's why I'm here. Real charm. <laughs> 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 what am I trying to beat? That'll be like a, like a ten. Okay. I got a thirteen. Lovely. So yeah, they just go, okay. Cool. What's your name? My name is Hugh. Good. Good to meet you. Um, I'm Matt. He holds out a hand, okay. and he, he, he gives Matt out a firm hand. okay. handshake. Roll bra on the handshake. This is just <laughs> for vibes. I don't have a DC for this one. Great. So that would be a 10. Uh, Great. Um, <laughs> okay, this guy, he's like, man, good handshake. Thank you, I practiced. You've practiced. My father used to tell me that a man is only as good as his handshake. And I pride myself on being a good human man. I was so concerned you were going to follow that up with father. I hope that you do not have kids. Nope. Can you help with the table? Absolutely. And I do have my working companions. Your scomp waves really enthusiastically. Ro is just hiding their face a little. This guy doesn't give a shit. He's getting paid minimum wage. He's just like, all right, can you grab the other end of this table here? And He picks up one end of this like medium. Like he could pick this table up by himself. He just hasn't. Um, And he picks it up and just kind of looks at you, Hugh. For sure. I will move the table. And he turns and grabs the other end of the table. Okay. So you you start bringing this table inside of the, the Oscar hall. Yes. Yes. Where the space mat gal is. And you get inside yes. this kind of first row of doors and when you get inside there's kind of you're on this balcony and the space met girl is happening down below and kind of like you know those conversation pits that they had in like the fucking 70s it's that but yeah. fucking massive and it's just like oh my sunk god into right. the ground so everyone's oh down there like milling about and stuff and you're up on like the top part of it where all the like extra work's going on and the celebrities and like A couple waiters, a bartender, are down below. There's a collection of various nobility and actors and singers and storytellers of all genres. There's an abyssian with kind of this metallic, shiny exoskeleton that's definitely been specially designed for this specific occasion, which must have been super expensive. There's a... Solemnian noble that's just decked out in this glittering golden gown and sparkling tiara and she looks a little bit sad to be here and she's got a couple companions with her and they're just like reassuring her every so often But she wanted to come to the Space Gala because she supports charity. And then there's the famous person that you have heard several rumors about. They're a Calcian which are technological, mechanical recreations of different extinct species. she is in kind of the corner of this room, and she's surrounded by a bunch of people because she's very popular. And she's got this kind of turtleneck, and it's black, and she's got a skirt, and her hair's up in these, like, pigtails that have these me- metal bands around them. And it's teal, and she is just smiling and really bubbly and she's waving at everyone and someone roll me a brain's check. It's at like a five, so it's not very hard to notice this. But you gotta think about it a little bit. Hugh got a four. He Great. doesn't know what's going on. I also got a four. Scomp got an eight. Okay, so Scomp, you no- you notice this. As as this famous singer is moving their limbs and kind of shaking around occasionally it'll like skip and her limb will just be in a different spot you can't really hear her very well but her voice kind of carries god damn it ray <laughs> <laughs> i had two words on my planning document you guys want to take a guess what those were ahead of time were they Hatsune miku ray <laughs> <laughs> they were Hatsune miku <laughs> you guys will never guess whose idea this partially was <laughs> it uh-huh. Was, it was mine. I had it at two in the morning and I, I messaged Florian like, Hi, do you think it would be funny if I saw how far I could get into a description of Hatsune Miku before someone would realize that I was describing Hatsune Miku? Ray, you could have gone on forever. <laughs> I never would have gotten it. I got it. No <laughs> so details. I love this dichotomy. Yeah, no. So we have a world famous singer, Hatsune Miku. Great. And a couple other people just... Walker, if you're looking for anyone else in particular, let me know. I have a question about the Solemnian noble. Yes. Do they look like Rel? A little bit. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hugh is moving tables and definitely not looking around to see if there's anywhere obvious that expensive things might be stored. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh, roll roll me a roll me a brains on that one. Check there would be like a like a fifteen. Yeah, so I got a three. Okay, that's that's great. Um, Is there like a consequence on that? uh, You get an adversity token when you fail and you can use adversity tokens to add one to future rolls. Okay. By the way, most of the actions that we've been taking so far are what are classified as planned actions. There's two sorts of actions in Teens in Space. You've got planned actions and snap decisions. Planned actions, you can either roll your die or take half of the die value and use that for the check instead, if that would pass automatically. And you add your species bonuses, and you can also add adversity tokens, or other players can add adversity tokens. Under snap decision rules, which are just things that happen right away in the moment and you couldn't have possibly planned for, you must roll, and other players cannot help. Otherwise it's the same. Gotcha. And no, you don't you don't see anywhere that looks particularly expensive. This entire place looks expensive. The most expensive things are like jewelry people are wearing, or like there's some fancier alcohol, but that's about all you've got so far. Hugh, do you also want to just roll me roll me a brain check? Sure. We're gonna set the DC at like a like a 16. For sure. Okay. Seven. <laughs> okay, uh, so you fail that one.
1: And Listen, I've
0: got a D8 in <laughs> brains. I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah, um, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh man for sure. Yes. Our, our human man, you notice your limbs moving more slowly and you're unable to make them keep moving. Mm. You're stuck holding this table and uh, Matt, who's holding the other one, is kind of looking at you like, you okay, man? I'm great. I just need to take a break for a second. Uh, You can continue moving the table if you would like. You kind of got a grip on it, dude. I do. I will be letting go of the table now. Roll, roll whatever you want to on that one. Great. (laughs) Roll roll the letting go of things, Cindy. Okay, okay. (laughs) Would flight be appropriate here? I think so, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I got a 10 just to let go. Yeah, okay, you could let go of the table. I forgot to tell you that one ahead of time, but yeah, no, you you let go of the table and it kind of thunks to the ground and Matt's just like, fucking Jeff, and he Scoots for a little and picks up the table and walks off. You're just kind of standing there. Hugh, are you okay? I may have a problem. <laughs> what? What's the problem? Can we help? I'm gonna need one of you. To locate a discrete outlet in this building. Do you think there's one in the bathroom? I was thinking, like, coat room. We'll have to see. Alright, um... Okay, so I'll go see if I can find one in the coat room when you go in the you bathroom. Go look. Can I borrow your hard hat, by the way? Yeah. She takes it off and hands it to Cool. Me. Just gonna use it to cover their face even more. Yeah, you find an outlet. I'll stand guard, I will stay right here. You guys be on the lookout for anything we can take too while I go look for an outlet, yeah, Skomp, they just kind of scurry off in like a direction, okay, okay, Skomp, do you wanna you wanna just roll me a brains check to find an outlet? You're looking in the coat room? Yes, okay, and that okay. would just be like a like a five, so not hard two oh no he's in the coat room i think he gets overwhelmed by the amount of coats (laughs) and also things that he could probably grab uh scomp these coats look pretty expensive he gets like a wide grin on his face and his mission to find an outlet goes completely away from his brain and he's just like (laughs) And he just reaches <laughs> no. up and he touches one. And he's just like, it's so soft. It's very soft. He's just like stroking it. He's like, I'll take this one. And he just takes it off and puts it on. And he's like, <laughs> what was I in here for? So this shrimp is wearing a coat. Yeah. It's too long on him. Mm, of course. Back, back to Rel. What you doing, Rel? Rel is trying so hard not to be noticed by anyone. He was just like, Rel, would you be able to push me to a less." public location Yeah you know what that would actually be such a good idea yeah. You are up on like the balcony area so all of these rich and famous people aren't looking at the peasants up above they're down below okay. in the fucking bowl or whatever so you're not super noticeable right now but you definitely could be less noticeable i definitely don't want the other workers to question me standing there <laughs> you're either. just you're just he's just standing there like his hand i'm imagining his hands are still kind of out as if he was just holding a table oh yeah for sure you're positioned like a lego man yes exactly <laughs> you know it happens to the worst of us sometimes and the best of us um mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to accidentally imply that you were bad. You're you're, you're thank you. You're cool. You're nice. I you guess can just I, push me. Uh, yeah, I'll pick you up. It's a easier disguise. Just let me uh, roll. Roll on How heavy would you say uh, human? <laughs> man. For um, sure is? here's the thing is he's probably heavier than a human man should be. Great. I, I love that for him. How, how heavy is he? I don't think it matters. I rolled a three. Oh, you got a three. Never mind. Well, you you go to you go to push him, and it's just like pushing a brick wall. You're really stuck there, huh? Do you think they have one of those like dolly things where you could just kind of wheel me? I could try, but the problem would be getting you on there. I'm not very strong. Maybe try harder. Give me a second, Ray. Can I locate one of the workers? Yeah. Sure. No. No. Cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I would like to take this worker to a second location. Roll charm. (laughs) And what's happening? (laughs) Roll, roll charm, and that's gonna be like a DC eight. This guy doesn't like his job. He'd like to get away from it, but like he knows he shouldn't. That is a fourteen. Okay, so yeah, you go up to this this other guy and his 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 name. What is this man's name? Steve. Minecraft Steve. Minecraft Steve. Okay, so yeah, that this guy's full yeah. legal name is Minecraft Steve. Yeah, yeah. No. love that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I want to take Minecraft Steve to a closet or like a bathroom where no one is. Just hey, mm-hmm. we need some help moving some things. Can you just come this way? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Just like follow me, Minecraft Steve. <laughs> His joints don't move. He's just kind of... Like, his his elbows and his knees are locked, and he's just kind of, like, toddling along. You know, that's better than what oh we've God. got going for us. This this seems like more of a optional choice by Minecraft, Steve, than, like, a signifier of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. So he can move his joints if he wants to? He's just choosing <laughs> Yes, us. he can. He is just... Listen, so he... he... His name was Steve, and through a really wonderful journey of self-discovery, he learned that he really liked Minecraft. And so he went through an entire process of getting his name changed to Minecraft Steve to signify his uh-huh. love for the game. Yeah, and he felt like he had to dedicate himself to Minecraft. So he has determined to make himself as much like Minecraft Steve as he possibly can. He's wearing this like blue shirt and blue pants, despite being a, clearly a worker at this place. And he's just got a really square hair. Haircut. I like that we've canonized Minecraft, <laughs> just regular Minecraft. Yep. Yeah. Let me write that on my list of things that are in space. Um, a highway, Toyota Camry's, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, Minecraft Steve, like, hops after you. <laughs> awesome. There's just gonna be, this is gonna look weird, but there's gonna be a thing and I need you to eat it, okay? I just, there's gonna, gonna be, a thing like, food testing. And I need you. you to eat it. You'll know what the what? thing is. <laughs> Yeah, like you got me. Like food, food. Like a, are you a caterer? Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's gonna look a little weird, but just trust me, okay? It'll, it'll. Okay. And Rel Ryan hits the floor. <laughs> what? <just> collapses. <laughs> okay. And my actual character, uh, that I've been playing, crawls out of it their mouth. It's a little blue slime that has been. Possessing what? Rel Ryan. Oh my god. And it just crawls out and kind of moves at Minecraft Steve. So Minecraft Steve <laughs> um is having a hard time trying to pick up this slime because his arms and his knees don't move. So he That's just... good. If he can get his hand near, it, it'll just crawl up. Yeah, he's kind of like doing like trying to touch the floor like you do in like fucking gym class, but like really, really yeah. stiffly. He, he gets his hands sort of near this thing. For game mechanics reasons, I have been playing a Cephalon, which is a parasitic slime symbiote. That's yeah. great. I love that. And uh, Rel Ryan has actually been wanted for their own murder <laughs> the murder of <laughs> a Solemnity and Noble. So, yeah, no, you successfully possess Minecraft Steve. Feel <laughs> the Minecraft flowing through you. Awesome. So, Minecraft Steve. Just leaves the body of Rell Ryan back there for someone to find. Hopefully. Oh, God. <laughs> just makes his way back to Hugh. Seeing a stranger worker approaching Hugh. Wait, just no, like, but he's wearing, he's wearing Skump's hot hat. Ah, uh, okay. He takes the hot hat and goes, uh, Hugh, it's me. I'll explain this later. This is my disguise. Alrighty. I'll, I'll push you. Where are you going? Well, it can't be the same place where I just left a buddy. No, <laughs> just the next bathroom over. Yeah, we'll skip back over to Skomp. Skomp, what are you doing? So Skomp is enjoying his new fur coat, mm-hmm. and it's just like I—I I should get back to the group and I—I I should show him what I—what I've gotten. Before he leaves the like coat room, he is going to start checking pockets of other coats to see if there's anything he can like grab. Roll. Oh my gosh. brains. DC, like a four. It's a rich people coat. Seven. You find like some decently expensive jewelry. Great. He shoves it all in his pocket and then he heads back to where his team was and no no longer is. And he's standing there in this long fur coat looking very distressed. And he starts tearing up a little bit because the people he loved and cared about just left him. (laughs) Oh no! Does he not remember that they were going to go and find an outlet? Well, no, but Hugh was going to stay there. (laughs) That was, that's true. (laughs) No one told them that they were leaving (laughs) Ralph said that he was going to stay. This also kind of, how fast are we going away though? Like, there's a chance that we are still visible, like, going around. A- Roll at just a general speed. Is that flight? Flight? Yeah, flight. One. Okay, you're not going anywhere. You've gone, like, four feet. Yeah. Skomp is still starting to cry a little bit. He's tearing up and he's looking around, and then he spots you, like, four feet away and is like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just goes, guys, where are you going? I got, I got jewelry, and I I got this coat. Oh wait, I didn't find an out. That was that was what I was supposed to. Uh, I will need that soon. That the jewelry. The outlet, you fuckhead. Yeah, I'm just getting him. To a uh, to to like a bathroom where there's an outlet. Don't go in the first bathroom. Okay. I oh I'm Minecraft Steve now. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. I'm, like I'm <laughs> Rel. Do you want your hard hat back? Well, no. It would clash with the coat. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I I'm Rel. Uh, just I I'll, this is my disguise. I'll explain when we get back to the ship. What do I call you? I'm Minecraft Steve. Okay, Minecraft Steve. Got it. Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, can you help me push? Yeah. Combined, you get you get Human for sure into a uh, bathroom. Is there an outlet? Yeah, no, it's like above the counter. There's an outlet. Lock nah. the door. And he just stops moving. I think instinctively <laughs> Mycroft Steve has locked the door. Yeah. And then a compartment <laughs> hisses open on Human for Sure's chest. And inside. A little guy, you see, is holding two kind of little control things. And she kind of crawls out and starts crawling up the shoulder. And she's ah, fucking stuffy in there. And she pries open the mouth of Hugh Man for sure and reaches down its throat and pulls out a charging cord. And then a second little guy what? drops out of where the head was. And it's just like, oh, you, you, this piece of garbage. We really need to get it redone. She goes, I know, but we don't have any fucking money. You know this. We've been over this before. And uh they plug it in the body. Like the eyes flash are like flashing red to show that it's charging. And he goes, charging in progress. Oh my god. We have so much in common actually. I was really, you know, I was really weirded out by your whole thing, but actually we like really understand each other, I feel like I The one that spoke first, she just kind of holds out a tiny, uh, to give a little more description, these creatures are called loricatorians. And their whole thing is that they're little, like tiny humanoid creatures with abnormally, like they have larger heads and large hands with long fingers. I love them. And typically there's just the one of them, but the first one that crawled out she just kind of extends a hand to whoever is around. She's like, I-, I guess we should be properly introduced. My name is Punch first. I kind of operate the body. And then the other one is just like, uh, yeah, Uh, my, my name is uh, Fast Talk. And I, I kind of do the, the-, the talking. We uh, we don't have a lot of money. Our parents don't have a lot of money, so they said we could just kind of share one mech suit. It's really not fair because all of the other kids each have their own mech suit. Oh my god! Um, but you know, we kind of make it work. Uh, well, my name's actually Tanaz I can't really uh, show you what I look like because if I do, then this body will die, and then I can't go back in. And I don't. I'm like a. I'm like a little slime. That's lovely for you. I'm a, I'm a cephalon. Um, please don't tell anyone that, because we are, like, wanted for our existence. Wicked! Yeah, um, I actually feel a little afraid telling you that, because we are worth a lot of money, and you guys just complained about not having any of that. That's so interesting! Noted! But, like, I don't know. We're friends. Well, like, if you need money, scomp from the door looking very distressed because all of these people have lied to him. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, well, if you need money, and he just, like, puts his hands in his pockets and just is, like, holding up handfuls of jewels and is just like, I have money that I might be willing to part with. And he puts a bag in his pocket. Fast talk and punch first immediately both start hyperventilating. I'm also sure that I can share some of my money with you because if I really need money, I can just go and um, find a host who's rich. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I did last time. Uh, yeah, I am sorry for not being honest with you guys, but just you know, it's hard for me to trust because I've been ratted out by a lot of people. But you know, I feel like you guys are really my friends, and you guys really understand me when no one else does. Keep in mind that that speech is coming from Minecraft Steve. I. That's that's great. Yeah, we don't really uh, we don't really come out of the suit a lot. Well, you should. You look very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh um... It's just sort of rough because we're not very strong and things outside of the suit. And, um, oh, me you neither. know, people, people don't listen to me as much when I look like this, but when I'm in there, I'm like all charismatic and stuff because, you know, like I'm an inherently very charismatic person and I'm just like really good at a lot of things. Um, and then sometimes my sister tries to punch people when I'm talking to them. Well, it's because you're not talking fast enough It's the kind I, I, of thing. We, like, we've like, been this so many times for? and th- they're just going back and forth. <laughs> They've completely forgotten you're both there. Well, you know, I think you're a lot more charismatic when you're not in the suit. I find it a little off. Pudding. yeah they do make some of these things that are a little uh more natural and aren't so shitty uh but you know it's like base model is the generic human man yeah you know but uh punch is real good so um i'm i'm a fan of it yeah i can tell mm-hmm. anyway do we want to go Rob a bunch of rich fucks downstairs? Like, it was really easy. All I had to do was walk into the coat room. Yeah, I was gonna, like, take over the body of Hatsune Miku, but I'm honestly really, I really like Minecraft, Steve. That kicks ass, actually. Um, what is Hatsune Miku? She's a robot! Actually. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting! You know, I'm pretty sure if You guys are are pretty charismatic when you're Hugh. I have a bathroom that I found. If you get someone in there, it's really easy to take over their body from. That one specific bathroom? Yeah, no, that's where I got Minecraft Steve. Rel is currently in there. Oh, well, we should dispose of that body. Yeah, we can just move her. She's been dead for several months. I'm not very strong in this state if I were to put it on like a statistics, I would say that everything that has to do with me physically is a D4. Uh, but you know, if somebody else wants to deal with the body, I, I could probably, you know, we could probably modify that, uh, that, that Android into a, into a mech. Yeah. That, that That's definitely, you know, possible. We would just have to um, have a little bit of time with it. Uh, the problem is that it's going to take a good 10 minutes or 15 minutes here for a uh, uh, Hugh to have any sort of, of power me and scomp can go and get her yeah like i could a lot of people like this like to think of me as like food so like we could definitely like (laughs) lure them (laughs) you do smell really good i'm not gonna lie to you what i i I wasn't actually gonna eat him it was just like kind of a compliment don't eat me he means it as a compliment scomp if they try if they try to eat you i'll take over their bodies okay that would be really rude of you. Um, well, it would be rude of you to eat my friend. I'm not gonna eat him. It was just, it was just an and observation. I'm not. I'm glad you think so I smell nice. Hard. That's very nice of you. You're welcome. Aww. I think we'll be good friends. He's not gonna eat you. Okay. He can't do anything that's even remotely violent. That that that's an exaggeration. No, I could like pick you up and like break you. It's okay. I would really prefer that you not do that. And uh Fast Talk has immediately, like, instinctively started to crawl back into the husk of of human. She's like, no, no, "Well, no, that's no, what no, it no, feels no, like to be no, threatened." No, 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 so no, 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 I'm not no. gonna do that. But I wanted I'm you sorry, to know that that's sorry, how you made me feel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Fast Talk starts crying. No, no, no! Don't don't cry. Oh. I'm sorry. Are you are you threatening my brother? Is that what's no, happening right no, now? No, I just wanted him to know what it felt like. I will get that mech suit and i will snap you in half a little shrimp man no okay i'm just gonna go and get miku <laughs> is anyone else going with her oh i'm sorry minecraft steve minecraft steve <laughs> Scump's just slowly backing out of the room like i was i just wanted to watch your back flicks them off Hunch first flicks you off with her very long fingers. <laughs> skump, like, makes like he's going to bite at her <laughs> as he's backing away. She does it back at you. It's like, anyway, I'll be back. I will fry you with batter, little man. The door to the bathroom closes. I like I'm like. i taller than you. I like them too. They're fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're taking this really well, Skump. What? The, the line and the, yeah, it's okay. I'll cry about it later when I'm, like, alone. Oh please don't cry about it! <gasps> oh, no, I it was just because I don't want to be um killed. But you're okay, and he like pats you on the shoulder. He's like, you're you're very nice and you're very sweet to me. Yeah, uh, you're very nice and very sweet to me too. Let's go find Miku so we can <laughs> we can make. Yeah, so we can food. get her. Yeah. <laughs> so Hatsune Miku has kind of shaken off most of the people who are trying to <laughs> interview her and etc. She's very popular and is sitting at a table kind of to the edge of the bowl that the event's taking place in. I think Minecraft Steve, with his, with his hard hat and his worker outfit, walks up and goes, Hey, Miku, Um, we just want to run a couple diagnostic tests because we noticed that there was some skipping going on earlier. So if you just want to come into the back, we can make sure that you nothing bad happens for the rest of the event. She nods and just kind of goes... That makes sense. And stands up and, yeah, no, there's still some, like, glitching. You can kind of see that what seems to be Hatsune Miku is mostly just her torso and her head. Her hair and her arms are holographic. Hmm. So she follows you kind of up the stairs into the bowl area. We're doing some other... um, robotics, mechanical repairs up in here, so that's what's going on, just so you know. Okay. Skomp is just nodding along. Skomp, could you do, like, a once-over of the rest of the place and just make sure that there's no one else we've missed with mechanical parts and does a very obvious wink for go and rob people? Oh, yeah, you got it. I got this. Yeah. And then just put Usher's Miku into the room with you, man, and talk fast and punch first. Oh, There's maintenance These are just the repair, these are the repair people. Oh, oh. Yes, we're, we're very good at repairs. Roll charm. Um, and that charm is a, like an eight. Cool, I got a nine. Okay, so yeah, no, they've they've got a mech suit. This makes sense that they're- Yeah, they're, they're working on this mechanical Mm -hmm. person right now. And so we're gonna get them to work on you, make sure everything's going all good. It's just been mostly the circuits I've been. Good beyond that. Yeah, i'll I'll take I'll take a look at that. Um. And fast talk is gonna just try to start crawling up Hatsune Miku. <laughs> she just oh kind of looks down at you. And is just like, all right. <laughs> She's probably encountered mechanics from. The species you're up for? Cause she's a mechanical creature. Yes, they're traditionally mechanics and and mm-hmm. engineers and things like that. So she's she's nothing to be concerned about. Yeah, no, these are mechanics. Fast Talk is looking for an off switch. Roll, roll brains, Fast Talk. Okay. And that would probably be like a like a thirteen. Oh, I got an eleven. Hmm. Sydney, do you have any tokens? I have two adversity tokens. Do you want to use those to get I would a, like to get, get thirteen. You a 13, yes. On, very predictably, the kind of back of Hatsune Miku's neck underneath where her holographic hair kind of covers the back of it is a off and on switch. It's covered by a hologram, but you know, you know mix you oh, know yeah. where that would be and you click it off and the holograms disappear and it's just this like bald torso and legs of Hatsune miku her arms oh, and her horrible. hair completely disappear um this is gonna be a little bit of an issue she doesn't have any limbs do you okay here's a wild idea <laughs> What if we were to remove the arms from the human suit and put them on to Hatsune Minku and then just have the hologram arms go over top of the human arms so that it just kind of looks the same, but she can do violence. And Fast Talk just kind of stares at her for a second. Just like that. I mean, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. We definitely need to try to do that. Um, And each of them is going to try to remove one of human for sure's arms and stick them on to Hatsune Miku. Roll two separate brains checks. Great. They'll both be... You guys are skilled in this. that would probably be like a... Like a seven. Okay. One of them passes and one of them fails. I'm gonna say that Punch First gets the, like, left arm on, and Fast Talk is trying real hard to attach the right arm but like mech stuff, he's never been quite as good at it as Punch First, which is why she operates the body and he does the talking. <laughs> so he's just like, um, "Are we good with one arm?" And she goes, "Yeah, okay, whatever, whatever. That's it's it's okay. One one arm is one arm is more than it is, and that's all I need." Okay, so now it's to modify Hatsune Miku so you can pilot her. <laughs> Yes. You've just given her an arm. (laughs) Correct. Roll whichever skill you would like. Narrate it as if it goes with that skill. And the DC is a 10. Yes. Okay. All right. If you succeed partially, you will succeed, but Miku will still be present. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to need this D8 to explode in order for me to succeed. So I did get a 7. Okay, so you you do successfully install yourselves. Great. In Hatsune Miku. Yeah. Hatsune Miku has not been deactivated. Okay. It's fine. We can just tell Hatsune Miku that everything went according to plan and the mechanics are gone and just don't tell them that they're inside of her. They're just lurking. Yeah. <laughs> Stealth. Stealth. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine so scomp roll whatever check you would like to to see how many people you've successfully robbed i'll roll brains four okay so he trips over his long coat yeah you tripped over your coat you don't get caught because you you are good and this coat seems like it suits you he's very stylish but you don't manage to rob any more people. Can he go back into the coat room and just rob more coats? You, you're gonna go rob coats? Yeah, no, you could just go do that. <laughs> you go rob a bunch of coats in the coat room. Can I just roll like a straight D twenty and just see how many yeah. pieces of jewelry he grabs? Roll a D twenty. How many? How much jewelry you got? Seventeen. A lot. You could probably pay to get Hatsune Miku evicted. What a sentence to get her evicted. Probably. Back in the bathroom, what are you doing about Hatsune Miku? Once they have installed, like I-, I feel like they've deconstructed some parts from Human for sure and modified them to fit into Hatsune Miku's technology. Hopefully, it, it rounds out to being a better rig than, than Human for sure was. You yeah, know, this is it, it, the movement is a lot smoother, the arm is the same. Yeah. Punchability, the same. That tracks. Well, less. You've only got one of them now. (laughs) One of them, yes. And uh, they're going to try to turn it on. Okay, so Hatsune Miku turns back on, like her eyes blink open and her hair appears again. And so do her holographic arms. And immediately what she does is pick, raise the one arm that you've replaced and just look at it and then look at the husk of human for sure and back at her arm, and just go. That was an unnecessary repair. I don't require arms. Well, because- Where did um, the mechanics go? I'd like to speak to them. The mechanics are in another room. They're working on it. They gave me the information to tell to you. So Uh the mechanics said that they gave you that because they realized that you couldn't really physically interact with many things with your arms. And so now you have the ability. You can shake hands with people. You can, you know, that's why you've just got the one. This is- the wrong arm to shake hands with. You know people are left-handed, right? They normally don't shake hands. Okay. You're... This is very fun for me. A left-handed person who shakes with my left hand. <laughs> wrong. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Don't do that. Whoops. H- Hatsune Miku looks around and is just like, Am I? Can I go back? Yeah, yeah. Repairs are all done. You can go. Um, you can go out if you want. Uh, just give me a couple seconds. Um, and then uh, Minecraft Steve just goes. Can we can we go back on that real? Can we mechanics? Can we go back real quick? Uh, to try and signal to turn Hatsune Miku off really quick. <laughs> yeah, they they're gonna attempt to shut off Hatsune Miku. Okay. Roll flight. This isn't a very high. It's like a three. I got a nine. Okay, so you successfully scramble up Hatsune Miku and hit the switch. And she powers down again. The compartment pops open. Was that meant to happen? This is going to be a problem. She's still in there. Yeah. Do we want to just take her back to the Camry? Do you think you could shut her up and then maybe I can control her limbs enough that she just won't get stopped? I don't know. Well, can you find a way to turn off the mouth? That's such a good idea. Can you do that up there? Uh, I could give it a shot. And Fast Talk is going to look for, like, I'm assuming he's done something to theoretically be able to control the, like, voice. Okay. Yeah. You find a wire that connects in the kind of back of her neck through her mouth that connects to a voice box. You can just disconnect and then no, like, speech will come out. Her voice is computer generated, so you can just, like, remove it. Great. She's still there, but you can just remove, like, the speaker from her voice box. Yeah, Fast Talk is gonna do that. And then Punch First is just like, Okay, so when she turns back on, I'm gonna have to just kind of be more in control of her body than she is. So, uh, I'm just gonna have to kind of do my best. I believe in you. And you know what? If she walks a little weird... You gotta just pitch that as if she's drunk or something. I don't know. He's, um, she needs to get repairs. That's why we're taking her to the Camry. Yeah, that's that's great. Where'd the shrimp go? He should be back soon. Skomp opens the door and is just like, guys, I got so much stuff. This was... How did... How did that go? They didn't turn Miku off. What's up with the arm? I wanted to be able to hit things. Yeah. I, okay. He always wants to hit things. We should try to not hit things. What if I want to hit things? I've gotten us a lot of money, so like, that'll probably help. But as long as we get out of here. Like, I'll be fine getting out of here. I don't know how you're going to get her out of here. I'm going to try my best. Okay. If that doesn't work, I'll pick her up and start running. Okay. What's she going to do? Talk? You're so right about that. Did you take away her voice? Don't worry, I'll have it back later okay because you know I really I love her music so like listen look at me hey and and Fast Talk climbs out of like the he's probably installed like a chair in Hatsune Miku's head he just climbs down and he just goes up to Shrimp he goes hey look at me look at me yeah that's my music now I'm Hatsune Miku that's my career I'm so happy for you. I'm gonna be a star. I'm so happy for you. Yay, this is great. Punch first is rolling her eyes. You know, you should be happy for your brother. I don't want to have to learn how to dance. It's not you dancing, it's her. I guess. I can teach you how to dance. We could have a dance party. Sure. We should probably get out of here. Yeah, we should go. You turn Hatsune Miku back on. How do we feel about rolling just fight? Oppo- a yeah. opposed fight? Yeah, yeah opposed okay. fight. um what would Hatsune Hatsune Miku's that great at fight? I'm giving Hatsune Miku a D6 for fight. That's lovely because that is also what Punch First has, so. Oh lovely. Okay, so we'll we'll see what this is. Well, Hatsune Miku rolls a three. And Punch First explodes. Yay! Did <laughs> I roll it? That's a total of eleven. Okay, so punch first in her, like, next... you want to do this? Yes. As Hatsune Miku turns back on and is attempting to, like, look around and figure out what's happening, from inside of her chest, she just hears, don't worry about it, we're going for a ride! And she just starts, like, moving switches and things and buttons around. And Hatsune Miku just starts, like running essentially it's it's a slightly awkward run because every once in a while Hatsune Miku will get like a step in and so there's a little bit of a stumble going on but she's going you zoom your way back to your good old Toyota Camry get back on board and do you want to roll one final charm check to persuade the crystal to take you back into space now that you are Hatsune Miku (laughs) Sure, and when they get back on the ship, Hatsune Miku, slash, fast talk and punch first are just like, "Do you want to see in there? It's not really a secret anymore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm was curious. curious. In the engine room, there's like a whole like setup charging station that's designed for human for sure. Like as opposed to like the like little portable cable that came out of his mouth. There's like a whole pod and stuff to like charge it and do repairs and shit oh this is so cool we should have brought Man for sure with us oh uh, it's good so, like he would have been useful i kind of yeah. left rel in a bathroom oh that's okay i hope her sister doesn't find her because oh god um, her sister was there yeah oh yeah it's it's fine i think i stole stuff from her we should go we should get out of here i just left it Deceased royalty. Roll Royal charm. Great, okay. AC2. I got a five! Nice, you commune with the crystal. And you guys take off it. from the space met gala in the newfound body Yay. of Hatsune Miku. Fast talk reactivates Hatsune Miku's voice box and is like, okay, you gotta teach me how to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That was Teens in Space. Thoughts on the system, everyone? I liked it. It's really fun. I love the use of the different dice for each skill. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a fun way of differentiating. I really like the the different species. Yes. It had so much potential for just like character nonsense. Which we took to the max. I do like how both of you separately messaged me. Both of these two separately messaged me and were like, hi, can I play a little guy within another guy? And I was like, fuck yeah. And they were both like, it's a secret. You can't tell anyone. And I was like, of course I won't. (laughs) I messaged Ray being like, okay, can I play two kids in a trench coat? you got to hear me out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why would I say no? I was like, Ray... What if I played a little slime parasite? And I was like, I'll play a shrimp. Bobby's playing a shrimp. Bobby um, playing scump. I love scump. Scump accomplished actually so much of the entire goal of, like, yeah. why they went there. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did everything and you guys hung out in a bathroom. I feel like every time that they go on missions, that's how it goes anyway. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, because... I think he's just so no thoughts that he's just like this is my task I'll get it done it'll Autistic. be great I'm with my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is shrimp has autism yeah and so do I <laughs> yay this has been Tabletop Clown Society reminder that we were playing Teens in Space created by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski you can find this game on DriveThroughRPG.com. it's $9 for the PDF download And today I would like to introduce a new segment on our show Matt Mercer, I challenge you to run a one hour game Come on our show Do it Do it Do it We'll get you and if, if you if you would like to come on our show, Matt Mercer, you can find us at Tabletop Clowns on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or shoot us an email at tabletopclownsociety@gmail.com. At In addition, if any of you listening audience know the origins of my clown die, please also email us. It's very important, and I need to know. Give us a rating on iTunes, and if you like the show, tell a friend. That kind of support goes a long way, and it would mean a lot to us. Also hit us up with any other tabletop suggestions. We're always looking for new games. Listen to Hatsune Miku's music. Stream Hatsune Miku. I was listening to Hatsune Miku for like two hours Steel this morning. Deal Hatsune Miku. It was good. Come Hatsune Miku. I still really don't know mm. that much about her. Me neither, man. Any incorrect Hatsune Miku lore is unintentional. It's no, it's fine because this is space Hatsune Miku. It's a different. Miku Oh, look, it's yeah, a, this yeah it's a different, different person It's a different Miku The Miku is spelled with an E <laughs> <laughs> That's worse, actually Baku. Anyways Thank you for coming to the circus Honk. Honk 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 Do you know what Appalachia is? I didn't either until I got to college And it seems like I'm learning more every day I love hearing from experts Professors, writers, creatives, and more Who look at the region in hopes of better understanding it If you want to learn more, check out Understanding Appalachian on all your favorite podcasting platforms. While I certainly don't know everything, we can learn more together through interesting conversations with interesting people from the Appalachian region.